it's hard to say that they're failing. You know, that they, they 1.91 billion active users, uh, they're doing good. They just, they there looks like they're probably not going to get past that 2 billion threshold that it seemed like they, that they were inevitably rising toward. And so they, they just have peaked. Now, maybe, maybe the ship will turn again. Welcome to the Social Media Church Podcast. I'm Neil Smith, joined by my co-host Aaron Magnuson, and today we're talking about Facebook, the cool, the awesome, Facebook.com. Aaron, <laughs> Facebook. Man, Nils, can you, you've already seen the episode title. It's, uh, is it time for us to get off Facebook? When, can you remind me, what was the year that Facebook was created? Just so we can... No, I, I think they just celebrated their 15-year anniversary. 15? So, so, so Facebook is barely a teenager and yes. we're already asking the question, is it time to get off Facebook? And I feel like some people have been asking this question for a long time. Uh, but yeah, facebook.com, which started just, I mean, historic, historic in, in every yeah. way. Would you, would you actually quantify before we start talking about, should we get off of Facebook? Would you quantify Facebook as like the first true social media or, or what, what did, what, cause I know MySpace was that, but like, what did Facebook do that was just so revolutionary? You know, Friendster, I think is really defined by most as the first social network. Uh, MySpace was the one that first kind of caught mass adoption. Uh, and then Facebook basically came and mass acquired, you know, and grew basically ran a better business model than MySpace. And in many ways they figured out, monetization of their their platform um, before right. my did and so you know I, I would say uh you know facebook has had an incredible ride and trajectory yes. um and and, it, and it's and, you know i'll tell you what what facebook though you know and they and and what facebook has done so incredibly well is they have continued to innovate uh and some of that innovation has been through acquisition uh, that's right but, but what really they were basically a profile and everybody yep. could just create a profile. And just like with MySpace, you could create a profile with your top eight and your music. And yeah, you Facebook know, did uh, the like pages, right? They highlighted, I, I like right. the Denver Broncos. I like, you know, the office TV show. I like all these things. And I think people saw it as a yearbook for your college, you know, and, and it was a way to basically set up your page in the yearbook for your college. Well, then they created the newsfeed and the newsfeed, became basically the beginning of algorithms uh, as as we understood it of our way to better express ourselves and see right. everyone's through a feed and our news feed was customized to us uh, individually and that was the game changer of Facebook and continues to be uh, in many ways for almost every social network right. is the power of these algorithms to then feed us content from people's individual profiles and so that's where Facebook continued to grow. They, you know, obviously keep building product mm-hmm. on top of that with groups and pages. And, um, you know, even early with Facebook, you had to create a profile for your organization. And right. and basically people's pages were the same as organization pages. And then they created pages and then groups and then stores and, you know, and, and e-commerce and uh, Messenger. And, you know, there's so many different things that have come out of Facebook. Uh, and, right. and the reality is they're, they're at um, – they're 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 massive and, and even facebook was the parent company now it's meta and facebook is a product and you can see this shift of almost like 
people have been talking about Facebook dying for a couple of years, but Facebook has been denying it based on data. Yes. Right. But for which, the which is good. Time, which is which good. Is, which is good. We and, advocate and for been, data. And I've been the one that's been saying, don't abandon Facebook. We're talking totally. almost you know, 2 billion users totally. And, and, and the data point that's changed. And, and I don't have the exact data in front of me, but this is big Google search it, but it's basically like they went from 1.92 billion monthly active users to 1.91 billion monthly active users. The reality is we're still talking about like 20% of the world's population right. still actively engaged right. on Facebook. That's massive. That's massive. Should you abandon where 1.91 billion people are hanging out? I don't think so. Right. Uh, I think but that it what's is significant though, yes, this is the sure. first time in the history it's ever happened though. That's so, right. So, so what's for, significant is the first time in history we've actually seen a decrease in, and what's, what's the, what's the metric that we saw a mi- like millions monthly of people stop doing monthly, yeah, monthly active, active users. users. Yes. So uh, yes. Yeah. So we have to hold two things, which is what you're about to get into. We have to, we have to hold simultaneously how much is still there which is significant, but also what is this trend that we are seeing? So, so continue with your thought, but it, we, I just wanted to be clear. What is key, what, what tipped us off to this and why we're doing this podcast is this is the first time in the history of Facebook for 15 years, they have never seen this. And that is a decrease in engagement, which is, which is unbelievable. Like that's yeah. mind boggling, mind boggling. Well, and I think those who have been in social media marketing for, for many years, and I'm old, uh, I'm in my 40s now, uh, is is I, I heard MySpace when everybody switched into Facebook. MySpace kept saying, well, we have 10 times the engagement that they do. Look at the data. The data speaks for itself and, and website traffic. And you could look at the traffic was still on MySpace, but but we couldn't see the engagement. And I think we all knew it was dying, but data didn't align to that. Now, Facebook, we, we kind of knew people weren't engaging as much there, but the data didn't align to what we were perceiving. And now the data is finally aligning. Facebook stock, stock has dropped tremendously uh, in, the, in the last month or two due to those reports. Uh, now, the reality is, is Meta now, the parent company, owns Oculus, Meta owns... Uh, Instagram, Meta owns WhatsApp. It, Facebook is one property of the collective whole, uh, but but it is a shift and it is a trend. And I think at the end of the day, what what I think it flags for church leaders is: should we keep investing more into Facebook, or should we keep right. continuing to invest as much as we are into Facebook? So if engagement is shifting, and we already saw that it was in many ways shifting, it depended on the demographic and where you are, but for the most part, it had already been shifting here in the United States. Yeah. Um, and, and and so if the attention is shifting, probably our resources and our time being our most yes. valuable resource should also shift with where the shift is happening. Should we abandon Facebook? I think that answer is probably absolutely not for most right. ministries. But should we begin to shift our attention? I, I think we most likely should. Yes, that's true. Uh, I forget if we were talking on this podcast or if it was a conversation that you and I were in uh, in a separate space. But uh, a, a great example of this is uh, th- there was a church that you're working with, um, and they were wondering, "Man, we were hearing about what this ministry is doing is so cool." Uh, essentially, they were they were getting distracted from running their play, which works so well on Facebook. And you kind of counseled them uh, and basically said, "Hey, look, your." community, your play, your demographic is on Facebook. 
Don't abandon Facebook. Don't abandon the strategies of Facebook. Keep pouring in there. Um, and I think the same is probably true for so many others where it's like you do have people there. And I'll even say um, in our context at Shoreline City, this is a conversation that we've been having as well of, well, we want everybody to be watching on YouTube. Um, that's that's where uh, in, in our context, that's that's where we want to build uh, the online campuses on YouTube um, and is going to Facebook a like sideways energy. And essentially what we've come to is we know engagement isn't growing there. We know Facebook isn't doing a good job of um, getting our service out uh, to more people, uh, but it is servicing a community of people um, where it's like, but it takes no effort to throw the stream out there. So why wouldn't we just keep throwing the stream out there? And I think that's where we've landed for now. But I will say this, we're any decisions we make in terms of tweaking the content is always going to be viewed through a YouTube lens. And if it's something that doesn't play as well on Facebook, we don't care because we're only going to make decisions for YouTube. But sending the stream to Facebook to service those users that probably would not switch to watching on YouTube or would have 500 questions on how to watch something on YouTube, it's worth it for us to just keep streaming there because it doesn't take any chances. So even for somebody, uh, for a church like ours that does skew younger demographically, we we would still be running that play. Now, I would say um, I, I would probably be quicker, Nils, than yourself to stop resourcing, uh, sending our resources a, as an organization to Facebook. Um, yeah. I, 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 would, I would take this as an opportunity to really start evaluating our strategy, our systems, and I would do the offboarding process now. Uh, yep. And figure out what is that for the next 10 years uh, or even the next five years is probably more of a realistic uh, timeline in, in the day and age that we live in, um, which is a third of Facebook's life. It seems like they've been around for forever. They're just 15 uh, and they're yep. already uh, <laughs> they're already dying. I mean, we're doing an autopsy on them right now. Um, yep. and, and so I would start pivoting those strategies right now instead of waiting for, um, you know, 10 million, 100 million uh it, users to drop off and see those monthly uh, things really start to take a spike. Um, and then I think probably the last thing I would say is you made a good point. Um, you didn't emphasize it, but you made a good point in what you just said uh, that this is the trend in the US. The, now, the, the stat is global, but th what we feel is the US. And there is something important to notice because we, uh, Shoreline City has a campus, two campuses now in Guatemala. Yep. And Facebook is everything it was here 10 years ago for them. They haven't really heard of Instagram. There isn't mass adoption on to Instagram. Yep. It's Facebook. And so if you are a ministry or a church leader and you're thinking uh, more globally or you have the option to serve as a community, uh, there is an important strategy piece that you need to evaluate of, are we making this decision for US soil or are we making this decision globally? Uh, because it is different. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh i and i'm i'm with you aaron of i think uh and and you're in a younger church too yes. that is uh is generally those those people are not even logging into facebook much less even checking it here and there right. um and, and so i think that it's uh it's just really hard to justify expanded investment into into facebook 
as a platform. And where so so I think about the times where I've really pushed churches into Facebook. One was when Facebook Live was an option, uh, became an option, and that was being prioritized in the algorithm. And you could reach a lot of new Huge. people by being it early was, on. It was being prior- it was like Reels. It was Reels before Reels. I mean, it it was yeah. being prioritized. Huge. Yes. Massive because it was trying to kill Periscope. That's right. Yes, that's exactly right. And so it was it was huge. Uh, and churches that got in early to Facebook Live saw massive opportunity. Today, that's you're not going to reach new people with Facebook Live. The nope. other thing that's been interesting is even with with um, Facebook video in general, people have often felt like they got a lot of views on Facebook. Well, Facebook counts views even with no audio. 80% of videos on Facebook are viewed without audio because if you see it in the newsfeed, it would just autoplay. And if you got even three seconds, it would count the video view. Um, and so it was counting a bunch of we, views. We might, we might offend a few people, but they, they, Facebook was doing their own version of Baptist uh, congregation counting is, is, yeah. <laughs> is what was going yeah. on drove by uh, the, the church building on a Sunday uh, got counted. Um, and, and so that was, that was a reality uh, with, with Facebook live and, and Facebook video uh, when we tried to compare Facebook to YouTube uh, yeah. from an engagement perspective. And, and then I think we saw Facebook groups uh, is, is probably the last platform. And, and I would say messenger to uh, messenger in many ways is its own unique app. Uh, yeah. But, but I would say messenger is something that I am, Less and less, I was very bullish on Messenger bots a couple of years ago. Uh, I'm really not anymore, uh, based on the behavior within Messenger. Bots uh, or Messenger bots? Because this is this will be something we'll pick up yeah. probably later. But bots or Messenger bots? A little bit of both. Uh, but but I would say I I am a believer in bots for the future. Uh, but Messenger bots in particular that can allow you to mass message through Messenger or automate some communication through Messenger or even prioritize Messenger. I think we should be responsive through Messenger, but I don't think we need Naturally. to be driving people to right. Messenger. There was a point where I really felt like we needed to move people into mm. Messenger. Uh, but then groups was the other thing of that Huge. group post had better organic engagement. Yep. Well, that helps if people are actually on Facebook, but if fewer people are there, who cares about organic engagement? And do you want to be driving people to Facebook? And, and I think what's happening now with Facebook is people go there for a specific reason. They're going there to go to Marketplace or they're going there for their group. Where I think the reality is, is we probably need to maybe even find a better property uh, for our groups if that's where people aren't going to be hanging out as much. Yes. Now, maybe Facebook will have a resurgence. I feel like if that was going to happen, it would have already happened. Totally. I do think this is the beginning of a continued decline that we'll begin to see month or quarter after quarter as Facebook shares their insights. Now, I think Oculus is going to grow. I think Meta's other properties will grow. Yes. But I do think Facebook is a property. And at the end of the day, if they maintain a billion active users, that's an incredible property that they have uh, that we might be able to use. And it might be able to use in certain yep. Segments or demographics or you know parts yep. of the world, but um, but I think practically, I do think it's time for us to just admit that Facebook. And I'm glad Facebook kind of finally admitted it, and they never lied about their numbers. But I think it it never aligned to what we were seeing uh, the last couple of years, yeah. and so I think it's a reality now. And uh, and so those that are saying that uh, let's let's shift our focus and attention. It's time to shift our focus and attention, and the data speaks for itself uh, in that. And so, yeah, so I'm really, I mean, I, I don't see a good reason to do something new on Facebook um, unless you're, unless you're building a senior adult ministry. Uh, then, then I think right. Facebook is a great platform uh, for on. you. But otherwise, uh, or if you're in, 
you know, Guatemala, uh, in, in certain parts of the world that, uh, Facebook is the predominant social network, but in America, if you're reaching people under 45, uh, or wanting to engage people under 45, uh, Facebook, it seems is, is no longer going to be that go-to platform. And it really hasn't been. Uh, but I think people keep trying to force or some churches and ministries continue to try to force Facebook. And I've been an advocate for Facebook because the data has, you know, I'm like, there's 2 billion people here. Uh, we got to keep showing up. Uh, I do think we have to keep redistributing content to Facebook, but it's time to make a shift. Time to make a shift. That's right. Is it too soon to do an autopsy on what 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 led to this? And maybe that's that's another podcast, and that's not necessarily going to help our, our leaders with strategy. But it does make me curious, Nils. What what would you say was the uh, cause of the disease that spread so quickly? I don't know, man. That's a great question. I yeah that that would be a great. Uh, you know, just podcast one time to like, what happened? You know, somebody would say like your parents showed up, you know, I, I still believe the main reason that Snapchat is as popular as it is, is because parents haven't figured it out. Um, and I, right. I mean, I spent a couple of years trying to figure out Snapchat and I was way too old. Uh, I just, it just yes. never made sense to me yet. Teenagers are still there. Um, and so yeah. they have found their niche. And I think Facebook, um, you know, I don't know if they went too wide, if they, you know, and, and then it's hard to say that they're failing, you know, that they, yeah. well, they've got 1.91 billion active users. Uh, they're doing good. They just, they there looks like they're probably not going to get past that 2 billion threshold that it seemed like they, that they were inevitably rising toward. And yes. so they, they just have peaked now. Maybe, maybe the ship will turn again. Uh, but, but I think, I mean, and maybe probably the the takeaway here is there's not going to be a platform that's all things to all people. Uh, and and it, there's not going to be a uniform, you know, like it's nice. It's nice to have next door for our neighborhoods and it's nice to have yes. Instagram for this. And it's nice to have TikTok for this. And it's nice to have Bleacher Report for this. And yeah. that makes it hard for us in church communications to engage lots of different platforms in different ways. Uh, but, but that's the way uh, people want to engage uh they don't want everything in one place and the truth is like politics i i I like politics but i like that on twitter you know like i don't want that in my instagram feed uh i like sports uh but i don't necessarily want that on instagram i want that in uh bleacher report and so i like differentiating when i'm looking for certain conversations or interactions yeah i like going to different places for different things that's right uh, and you think that's probably true for uh, everybody? No, I mean I think we're all unique and different. But I but I do think that uh, people's behavior is is showing that that's probably um, what people prefer. Uh, and 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 I think some people like I I have a diversity of interest. Some people yes. really they don't like they they like Pinterest. Do you know? And they really just want to hang out on Pinterest and they could yes. care less about anything else uh, yeah. or the internet, but they really like this one thing. Uh, and some people, and I'm a social media guy, so I like a lot of different social media. Uh, yeah. but, but I think that it it is, uh, you know, everyone is wired differently and uniquely. And so yeah. I think that's where a platform like Facebook is never going to appease everyone. It sure would make it easier for us as right. marketers, communicators. And if we could have a hundred percent impression rate on all of our posts with yeah. all of our followers, uh, but there is no 
medium that can do that or, or totally. that will ever do that. Um, or because spammers are going to ruin that and we're going to try to do, we're going to try to be on the front edge of that. That's right. Uh, and we're going to ruin it. And so yeah. it just is what it is. Uh, and yeah, and it keeps us on our toes and it totally. creates, you know, a lot of fun opportunities That's for right. us all the time. And we're here to help you guys. Uh, so if you're, if this is all over your head and you don't care to look at the data ever, we will always give you good data here. Uh, always, always. And, and good advice. Uh, but Facebook, that's interesting you said that because uh, Facebook, out of all these social medias, they were the ones that tried to be the one-stop shop, I feel like. Uh, and, we're, and we're seeing that that, um, I guess time will tell, but uh, at the moment that did not uh, work. Um, so... Yeah. So, uh, Facebook, should you get off Facebook? Um, depends on your context. <laughs> it, it depends would be our answer. The more accurate yeah. answer would be, uh, always be evaluating why you are where you are. Who is your demographic? How are you trying to reach them? There are still over a billion people on Facebook and probably, uh, the majority of your congregation is on Facebook in some capacity. And so understand your strategies, understand how to, um, adapt, but also be aware that we always need to be looking and diversifying and we can never as a ministry or as a church put all of our eggs in one basket. You cannot do it. It's not wise. It never has been. It never will be. Uh, and so we're here to help you find those other options. We should do an episode on that. Uh, just what uh, Facebook alternatives. Um, and uh, and uh, yeah, just always be evaluating uh, and don't put all your eggs in one basket because even Facebook uh, was not able to acquire every single social media app, but they tried. They gave they gave it a run, uh, and now they're now they're declining. Uh, yes. So not dead, but maybe on life support. Yes, not yes. even on life support. Uh, good, good, good conversation, Aaron. Uh, absolutely, and, and always. We would love to know uh, your feedback. Uh, you, you could message us on Facebook, but we're not that engaged on Facebook, so. You know, I would recommend going to Twitter or Instagram. If you the, wanna, the last uh, thing I'll share is I, the only time I open Facebook, this has been true for the past six months at least, is to clear the notification badges off of my home screen because I'm, I'm an inbox zero, uh, badge zero guy. Uh, so what I did is I actually just, and I would go in the Facebook app, I would click on the bell. Uh, make sure all the, make sure the, the red went away. Uh, and so I've actually just solved that now by not having badges on the Facebook app from my iPhone side. And so I've stopped completely opening that app. Yeah. So, so I'm missing the 64,000 unread emails in my, um, <laughs> app, my phone. I stress you a little bit, uh, but I, I hear you. Uh, thanks. Time. Uh, thanks, Aaron, for this conversation. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we hope it was beneficial for your ministry. We hope you'll go follow us on social media, connect yes. with us on social media, uh, check out our website, socialmedia.church, uh, for other episodes. Leave a rating or review wherever you're listening. Uh, we're so glad uh, to, to get to serve and support you through this podcast, and I yep. uh, hope it's beneficial to your ministry. We'll talk to you again on the next episode.